Welcome to the King Culture Podcast, where we are equipping men to become selfless leaders. I'm Yvette Broughton. My name is Dominic Kerbiance. And we are your hosts. All right, Dominic, so we are back for another episode of the King Culture Podcast. And today we are talking about one of the six attributes of being a king. Um, and that is inherent dignity. So yeah. talk about what's the big idea around dignity? Why does that matter? And, and why did you make that, of all the six, why did you make that the first one? Well, uh, to step back for a second, dignity is a feeling that you have about your value. And a person's value is very foundational. It's foundational to your sense of identity and sense of worth. And so I, I th- kind of think of it like building a house. So if you're, the, the foundation of the house is, um, is what you build the house on and then you have the walls and you have the roof. So, so the foundation of being a, a, a person and especially a leader is built on the foundation of value, your sense of value and how you feel, feel about yourself. And um, unfortunately in, in our world, we, we tend to believe uh, for whatever reason, that value is something that you have to earn. Yeah. And so value is based on merit. And so if you are successful, you feel more valuable. If you fail, you feel less valuable. Um, if you have a whole bunch of uh, money, then, you're, then, you're, you know, then you have this great sense of worth and you have less money, wh- whatever it is. Whatever it is. And right. so the problem that I found when I was really uh, wrestling with this idea of what does it mean to be a man and how do you be an effective leader was if I tied my sense of value to things that can change I always felt insecure it's like building a house on a faulty foundation and so when you get your value from things that will change you you're going to go between two extremes you're either going to feel a sense of pride or you're gonna feel a sense of shame and so when you do good you will feel prideful right. because you got your value from your merit but if but the, the, the inverse of that is also true. Like if I get my, pride, my value for my merit, then I feel less valuable when I don't do things that are worthy of merit, so you feel shameful. Mm-hmm. And so that, 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 uh, so that, tension. that tension between pride and shame is really the, the, uh, it, is the bi- it is the foundation of all, of all of the problems that we, particularly men have um, in, in when when we get this wrong, you know, we get a lot of aspects in our lives wrong. And, you know, oftentimes women and children are the, the victims of it. Dignity is something completely different because dignity is to, when you have a feeling of dignity, it you feel that your value is inherent, meaning that it is simply based on your humanity, not your merit. And so I have value because I'm a man. And so when I walk in any room, when I, when I face, uh, when I have successes, when I have failures, it doesn't make me feel more or less valuable because my value is not tied to things that can change. And so that's what dignity is. And in, in order for you to be really uh, an effective human being, especially a, a good leader, you're gonna have to be able to know that your value is inherent. That is not based on anything that could, that's subject to change. You know, it's interesting too, you, what you say there is, you know, this sort of this balance or this seesaw of pride or shame. Yeah. In many respects, those are very self-centered 
yeah. like vibes, yeah. you know, like I'm focused on myself, I'm the best, so I'm super prideful, or it's sort of this internalized, like inferiority focusing on oneself. Um, and so it's interesting because King Culture, right, is all about being a selfless yeah. leader and not being a self-centered leader yeah. and not sort of being focused on oneself. So even like at the very beginning of this conversation with respect to dignity, it's your dignity isn't self-centered. Yeah. Right? It, it, or you can't find dignity by being super focused on yourself. Yeah, so it's, it's like um, if getting your value based on your merit makes you selfish. Because now everything is about you. It's about you know if you don't have if you don't have a good sense of value, then everything you do is is about satisfying that sense of value. So it's just like to me, your 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 value is like gas in a car. Mm. Have you ever been on E? I've like been on e. you've been on E. Like <laughs> your your number right. one priority is to fill the gas tank. For sure. And so you're not going anywhere else. You're trying to find a gas station. Yeah. And so for a person who's running on E in, in terms it's of their value, everything is about getting that yeah. value. The only thing that they are focused on is what can I do to make me feel better about myself? Mm. And so everyone in their lives becomes pawns. Mm. So my relationship with you is about how I can figure out how, how I can I leverage that, how I can leverage that to make myself feel better and how in some sense, how can I make somebody else feel small in order to make myself feel tall? Mm. Or this, the, the whatever objective I have in my life, whatever career, whatever I want to accomplish, I don't do it because, I, I don't do it be out of pure motives. I do it because I think it's going to make me feel better about myself or it's going to help me to deal with this sense of shame that I feel. Mm. And so you cannot be a selfless man if you get your value based off of things that can change. It will make you selfish. But it's okay though, right? So, so what about when you feel a sense of pride about just a natural ability that you have? One of the things you said in the book is that, you know, a man with dignity, he never lies to himself. He's honest about his strengths, his weaknesses, his virtues and his vices. Yeah. So does that mean that it's okay then to feel some sense, you know, people want to feel proud about something. Yeah. So whether it's merit-based, not necessarily merit-based, but what if it's just like a natural ability? Can you not feel a sense of get yeah. dignity from, I can sing well, or I'm attractive, or what, what have, have you? you? Well, the, the, the problem is, <clears throat> okay, if you get your dignity from the fact that you can sing well, well, what happens when you lose your voice? <laughs> okay, you're attractive now. <laughs> <laughs> Things, change. Things change. And so that's the problem. And so I think if you have a strong sense of value simply in your humanity, you can embrace your virtues and confront your vices without being def defined by either one of them. Mm. And so I had a, I remember a long time ago, I was given this, I had kind of similar conversation um, at a college campus and one of the guys came up to me and he was, you know, it was frustrated. He was like, how can you say, because I said something to the degree in the speech that, you know, the things that happen to you really can't, you know, um, de determine who you are or something to that degree. And he said, how could you say that? How can you say that, you know, you know, the challenges that I have or things that happen in your life don't really, can't really affect you? And I said to him, like, it's not that the things that happen in your life can't affect you, it's that they shouldn't be able to define you. Mm -hmm. And so there's a difference between accomplishing something and feeling proud in that accomplishment and 
then feeling like that accomplishment now determines your value. Those are two different things, and it's a very nuanced thing, yeah. right? How do I look at what I've achieved and feel, okay, I'm proud of that, but it doesn't make me feel more valuable. Or you can look at your failures and say, look, I think I can do better. Right. But even in my failure, the lowest place I could ever go is dignity because mm -hmm. my value is not based on, on my failure. And this actually gives you the courage to now confront the thing. Because see, if I get my, this is what a lot of, a lot of men struggle with, a lot of people in general, but right. specifically men. Like if I get my I'm value- sure struggle too. <laughs> yeah. So if I get my value from, you know, my merit, how I perform, mm -hmm. it's very difficult for me to ever admit that I have a failure. Because if I admit that I have a failure, that means I have less value. It's tied to it. Yeah. Yes. So if you can't ever admit that you have a failure, you can't ever deal with it. This is true. And so that's... Say that for the people in the back, Donna. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is why in order for you to like, you know, you know, be able to admit your failures and not feel like, you know, it's a different thing. It's a difference between admitting that you have a failure and believing that you are a failure. Mm. Right. That's good. That's a good and so if you know that your value is based on your humanity, you can admit that you had a failure, but still not feel like that failure now defines who you are and defines your value and worth as a man. And I can't tell you like how foundational this is just to life. And especially if you're going to be a good leader in whatever your sphere of influence, you know, if you have a sense of dignity, you can step into any sphere of influence and be a good leader knowing that you know, if I succeed or if I fail, it's not gonna impact me. And it changes the kind of decisions you make because now you're not making decisions with some ulterior motive. Now you can make decisions simply because it's the right thing to do. Not because I think it's gonna make me feel better about myself. I already feel all right, all right about, about myself. myself. Right, exactly. So if this succeeds or this fails, I'll be upset or I'll be happy, but it's not gonna impact my sense of value because that's secure in my humanity. When it comes to responsibility, I feel the most responsible for myself. Um, I think it's very important to take care of myself, therefore I can take care of others. So um, naturally I feel like I'm responsible for my family, but I know that if I don't take care of myself and my own mental well-being, then it's a challenge for me to take care of my family, and that's when the issues arise. So Dominic, another thing that um, you shared in the book is that dignified men see intrinsic value as something that's common to all people, right? Yeah. This, where it's not based on, on merit, but they see the inherent God-given dignity mm -hmm. of every human being. And so right now, we always want King Culture to be relevant to today and what we're dealing with. And when we look at racism today, when we look at sexism today, um, how many black men may feel I'm being treated this way because of the color of my skin at the same, and then on one hand, and then on the other hand, many women may feel like they're treated by men a certain way based on their gender or their merits yeah. or some other external factor. So talk a little bit about the importance of um, men cultivating an understanding of dignity that they apply to everyone. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think that the majority of the problems that we have in our culture uh, stems from our inability to see 
the dignity and the value in the person next to us. And um, my, my, my thinking about this was informed by, um, you know, you and I talk a lot about Toni Morrison. She had this, uh, this is this great quote that she says that um, if you, if the only way you can be tall is if someone else is on their knees, then you have a serious problem. And so, so what happens is, um, I, this is, this is a, an issue that because we are taught that our value is based on our merit instead of our humanity, we tend to try to steal value by diminishing someone else. Mm. And so as African-Americans or as um, kind of uh, uh, minority ethnic groups in, in America or, or in other places of the world, um, uh, we, we understand this acutely, like we feel the, the robbery of the right, dignity, right, right, when somebody threatens it. You're right, and so we've been pushed down for so long in order for someone else to feel like they're tall. But this is not a, a, a race issue. Like, all of us have this issue to one, one degree or the sure. another. We, you know, we, when we look at, you know, we walk by a, a poor person on the street, we may say, well, you know, I at, I, at least I'm better than them. Women do it to one another. Women Nobody's one exempt. Another. Yeah. You know, all of the isms stem from this, right? Mm -hmm. So from sexism to racism, classism, classism. It's, all, it's all about, okay, yeah. let me push somebody else down so I can feel better about myself. Yeah. Men um, inherently do this to women all the time and don't understand it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we would never, we want to protect our own sense of value but yet when it comes to, to women or other people, we, we sometimes don't understand that we're diminishing them in the same way that someone diminishes us. And so the golden rule applies here. Everyone is made in the image of God, so everyone deserves to be treated the way you want to be treated. Yeah. And this is how you practice showing, uh, showing dignity towards other people. Um, you know, once you understand that your value stems from your humanity, then everyone else who is human has the same value. Has the same right and is entitled to that same respect. Exactly. Yeah, and that's definitely the culture that we want, you know, to create. Yeah. That's definitely, that is king culture, right? It's right. a culture where there's safety and people don't have to fear being dehumanized, you know, you know, in order to dehumanize someone, they have to be less than human. Like yeah. that's literally, before you can even be violent towards another human being, you have to see them as, as less, less than, than human. human. Yeah. You have to see them as less than human. And so right now we're fighting for that in this country. Yeah. Um, so many people are fighting for that. And it's interesting, it's, this, it's the same cry yeah. of every heart is yeah. dignify me. Yeah see me as human and treat me that way yeah and it's not that hard it's like how would you want to be treated yeah I find like the the lack of empathy is is so severe like you know it's almost like well you want to ask some people if you were in that situation how would you want to be treated and it was like you know they can't see themselves that way in another person's shoes because if you see yourself in another person's shoes, that means that they are equal to you. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and when, you sh when the lack of empathy demonstrates that you don't see that person in, that light. in the same light that you see yourself. Yeah. You know, I, um, someone gave me just a, a beautiful, I think, example of, or definition of what it is to be human or what it mm -hmm. is to be royal, right? It's not inferior. 
to see yourself as less than human, even when you start to get, feel deep shame and mm. I'm nothing, I'm not enough, like that's not royal, that's not a king, that's not, um, that's not even selfless, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that's toxic in and of itself, yeah. but then to see yourself as supreme or better than yeah. in that's any way, the that's the other extreme um, where you're completely self-centered is, is also inhumane yeah. or it's something other than, it's not a king, you, yeah. you know, it's not, that's not what it means to be royal. And so I think one of the biggest things, hopefully through what we're talking about is self-awareness. I think that's something, that's a skill set yeah. that every human being needs, that men need to be able to reflect and look within and say, hey, what's motivating, yeah. um, you know, my speech right now, yeah. like what I'm saying, what's this train of thought that I'm on, the way that I just categorized or dehumanized that other person in my mind, what's what's motivating that and how can I reset my lens to see dignity in everyone? Yeah. I, I love this. I just want to touch on something you just said. Like, you know, we tend to um, either see ourselves too high or too low. <laughs> right, it's like, come on, folks, we need to get in the middle, we need to get, D yeah. Dignity is a balanced view. It's like, I'm, I have vices and I have virtues. I have good things and I have bad things. And I still have value in spite of it. Like, my good things don't make me more valuable, my bad things don't make me less valuable, my value is connected to my humanity. And this gives me the bravery to be able to confront mm -hmm my my vices and embrace my virtues but not feel like any one of them are making me too high or too low and it also gives us a sense of compassion for other people like all human beings are broken that's right. all of us as christian i believe that all of us are fallen and have a fallen nature yes and so the headlines would bear that out yeah yeah and so like we tend to see someone else's failures and we tend to point out like yeah. so that makes us feel better but look you know, we're all in the same boat. We're all in the same boat, and we're also vulnerable to one another. So yeah. I think being able to show that love and compassion to your brother yeah. and sister um, is paramount to King Culture. What I would love to leave behind is a code for my family to follow, for even the future generation of people who aspire to do anything that I've done or, or respect anything that I've done, but a set of principles of how to do life in the world around like health, wealth and self and um, a sense of like how do I exist in the world as a black man, as a, as a person of color in society, um, how do I make sense of it all? So this code, I think about it as a code, as an algorithm for my children to follow. So Dom, one of the things is we always want to make sure that we encourage people that are listening that this is not such a lofty thing yeah, that yeah. you can't achieve, you know what I mean? But it is a work in progress. Yeah. So what would you say to folks who are just like, man, you know, I, I think I fall a little short of dignifying my brother or my sister. Um, or yourself. Or yourself, okay. that's exactly right. Um, so what, would, what do you say to those people listening? Well, um, the, the first thing is, you know, these attributes are very high. Um, being able to, to every day feel a sense of dignity is challenging because we, we fail every day. Yeah. We're forced to confront our issues every day or we succeed in some aspects every day so we, can, we tend to go towards being prideful. And so what I've learned is that you have to develop a habit of every day 
affirming your dignity and your humanity, being able to separate your vices and your virtues, your good and your bad, and say, look, my value is simply based on my humanity. Every day being able to remind yourself. And we're given, we're given ample opportunities. Every time you fail, is an opportunity to, to be honest with yourself, uh, honestly admit your failures, yeah. but say that, yes, I have this failure, yes, I've made this mistake as a man, but I'm still a man. Mm-hmm. I still have value, I'm still made in the image and likeness of God, and nothing I can do can ever rob me of that. Mm-hmm. And then when you succeed, you have the same you have the same attitude, mm, right? I'm but in opposite yeah. direction, look, yeah. I've succeeded. Um, it is by grace that I've succeeded. There are people that help me. There are opportunities that I've been given that you know that I don't necessarily mm. deserve. That sense of humility. So it's honesty when you fail and humility when you succeed. Come on. <laughs> that that is what keeps you balanced. Mm. That's what every day affirms your dignity. But perhaps the last thing is being able to show uh, some empathy towards other people. Yeah. Being able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, yeah. being able to feel someone else's pain, um, not to be quick to judge someone in their failures because you look at yourself. Right, you or your good your day. Maybe yeah. you feel like you're having a good day, you're yeah. having a bad day, right? And so those three things, being honest with yourself when you fail, and, but also being humble when you succeed and showing empathy, towards other people when they fail and celebrating their successes. All of that helps you to stay balanced and maintain a sense of dignity. And when you do, if you put yourself in a leadership position with those qualities, Mm -hmm. you'll be a far more effective leader than someone that's dealing with shame or pride. You know, you're able to look at people and have compassion on them, but also be honest with them. You know, you're able to have the clarity to see a vision of what needs to be done in a situation without any selfish ambition because you're not trying to do things to to make yourself seem great. Yeah. You know? It's such a a restorative culture that you're talking about. It's not a punitive culture that you're talking about, right? It's all about, it seems, lifting, right, to this standard of dignity um, and royalty. So that's a very beautiful thing. And it's incredibly honest. Like, I think this (laughs) dignity gives you the space to look at at folk and yourself in the mirror and say, look, this ain't right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we need to reset. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Wow, that's that's powerful. I, um, well, thank you for that. I want to talk about, so, so some key takeaways for becoming a selfless leader who, uh, embodies sort of, or practices or reminds himself of this inherent dignity is to remember that value is not earned it's embraced Um, and that every day you have to work to affirm your value. And you know what else I think is important is, and when someone offends you or does something that you don't like, take a moment and work to affirm their value as well. Because it's a lot harder to affirm a person's inherent dignity when they're maybe in opposition to something Mm -hmm. that you want they're yeah. not giving you your way or whatever it is. Um, and so that takes a, a great deal of selflessness yeah. to um, kind of reveal and embody that attribute. Yeah, especially when it's hard. When you have especially to like affirm someone when they should be your enemy. 
Um, I, I think we'll probably talk about this in a later later podcast, but I think about someone like John Lewis, who we kind of lost this yeah. year. This was a man who, even when people worked against him and attacked him and abused him, he still looked at them as human beings and prayed for them and valued them. It's just an excellent example um, of, of what it means to affirm someone else's dignity, even when it's hard. And when you can do that when it's difficult, you it, it strengthens your sense of dignity all the more. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the King Culture Podcast. If you've been challenged or inspired, please rate and review the show, subscribe, and tell someone else about it. If you have thoughts or questions or want to connect with us, email us at info at kingculture.org or message us on IG at King Culture Inc. Until next time.